Hello, everyone. Welcome back with another session with me, Valerie Williams of Dimensional Talent Streams. This week, we're going to be talking about the great wealth transfer. Yes, you heard me correctly. We're talking about this week, the great wealth transfer. So come on, let's listen in, dive in and see what it is specifically about this great wealth transfer. The first thing I want to ask you is how do you look at wealth? How are you defining wealth? Well, let's look at some of the definitions of what wealth really is. It's an abundance of valuable possessions or money. It's the state of being rich or having material prosperity. It's also plentiful supplies of a particular resource or a plentiful supply of a particular desirable thing. It also means well-being and prosperity. And I really want you to focus in on that one definition of wealth meaning well-being and prosperity. Now, when we look at wealth, a proper view of wealth is very needed. I mean, so much can be said about wealth, but I'm gonna stay in my lane and focus on what I wanna drive home about regarding wealth. So hang in there with me. But when we look at a proper view of wealth, as I said, there's so many things that can be said, but a few more things about wealth is wealth is a blessing. Wealth is a reward for obedience, you know, following a direction or, you know, it's a reward for wisdom and using wisdom. Wealth is also the result of an enterprise and useful work. Now, the imperfect dis distribution. Wealth is also imperfectly distributed in the world, and it sometimes is gained through oppression and injustice. But wealth is not an end in itself. Wealth can be also, if we're not careful, a very deadly snare to us. Now, wealth is also not guaranteed. Wealth is not guaranteed at all places and at all times. Wealth is to be shared with the needy. You know, think about the time of the year that we're going into and how timely that I am bringing this topic as we're going into the Thanksgiving season. Next week is officially Thanksgiving. And then four weeks, five weeks later, we're going into Christmas and New Year's. So think about that as we're heading in to the holiday season. That really should be something that we're thinking about all year round, but I know we can be extra compassionate around the holidays. And if being compassionate around the holidays can springboard you into being compassionate all year round, then by all means do so. You know, wealth at times is to be completely given away. Yes, that might be hard to believe, but at times wealth really is to be given away completely. Now, wealth also involves having a stewardship mentality. Ask yourself this question, can you be trusted with true wealth and resources? You know, you really have to have that stewardship mentality because that is how wealth will be released. That is how it will determine if you can truly be trusted with wealth and great resources. You know, there's an old proverb that says the plans of the diligent leads to profit as surely as haste leads to poverty. 
Another proverb says, of what use is money in the hand of a fool since he has no desire to get wisdom? Not only is it about wealth, but wisdom in the obtaining of wealth and in the midst of you achieving that wealth. I wanna kind of transition a little bit and share a story about the wisdom of an ant. You know, we can really get wisdom from an ant. You know, in a lot of countries, the ant is considered or represents being industrious. So let me share this quick little story about and see the wisdom that you can actually draw from the story that I'm gonna share with you about the ant. You know, go to the ant, you sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise, which having no captain, overseer or ruler, provides her supplies in the summer and gathers her food in the harvest. How long will you slumber, O sluggard? When will you rise from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep, so shall your poverty come on you like a prowler, and you'll need like an armed man. In every country, as I mentioned, in the world, the ant is synonymous with an industry. From the story of wisdom of the ant, what you, what you get out of it, or what I would like for you to take away, is it takes diligence and perseverance to have the necessary supply to accomplish positive, proper purposes. I'm going to say that again. From the story of the ant, and if you get anything out of this session today, it takes diligence and perseverance to have the necessary supply to accomplish positive, proper purposes for the use of stewarding wealth. There is also another great, um, it's not really a proverb, and it's from the old good book of the Bible that talks about power to produce wealth and how the Lord gives us the power to produce wealth coming from Deuteronomy 8, chapter 8, verses 18. And it says that the Lord gives us power to produce wealth. Well, what does that mean, power to produce wealth? That's a pretty powerful statement when you just think of the word power alone. But let's look at that ability to produce. Because in reality, the ability to produce wealth was and is, in fact, a byproduct of the gift of God that he's given to us all and given to all humanity when he assigned us to dominion, take dominion over all the earth. It goes all the way back to Adam and Eve, where God immediately, after he created them, gave them this assignment to steward and take dominion over the, all the earth. Now, if any of you have followed my YouTube channel called Dimensional Talent Streams, I do have another teaching called Back to the Beginning, where I talk about more in depth how being able to produce wealth and having prosperity has been ingrained in us all. So if you have not followed me, I encourage you to follow me on not only all my social media platforms, but also on YouTube. You can find me by looking up Dimensional Talent Streams, as well as finding me on TW3Radio.com every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you'll also find me on a new platform, the Lena Jones Diamond Network podcast, which is L 
jdnpodcast.com. You'll find Dimensional Talent Streams there every Tuesday and Saturday. So follow me there, like, subscribe as well. But going back to that ability to produce wealth, this is why wealth was generated and can be created and generated by anyone. And as I mentioned, I'm going to go back to that scripture, Deuteronomy 8.18 from the old good book of the Bible, where it says, I give you the power to produce. Now, what does it mean to produce? It means the ability. Produce means having ability, having strength, being empowered with physical and mental strength to produce this wealth through the labors that we expend in conformity with right motives and intent. Let's look a look, take a look now at the word produce and what actually does produce mean? You know, when I hear a sentence, I like to kind of pick the sentence apart and pick out key words out of a sentence that jump out at me to really get a more in-depth look and full meaning of what that sentence may mean. So again, we're going back to this Deuteronomy 8.18 where the Lord says, I give you the power to produce wealth. And so now we want to look at that word, what does produce really mean? And the word can translate to mean to fashion, to work. And wealth would come through productivity, not from acquisition by force or arms, but literally wealth would be produced and not simply in just getting it. There also are other implications that come through the Hebrew word chalil, which means valor and efficiency. Now I can do a whole nother teaching on just that word valor alone, um, because when I began to pick that Deuteronomy 18 about the power to get wealth, I found another meaning of my name. My name is Valerie. And one of the meanings of my name is strength and valor, you know, valor, Valerie. Um, so I found out that this Hebrew word chalil that it also implies efficiency, not only strength, and not only confirms that word valor, but it also means wealth. So in the meaning of my name as well, is it means wealth. The name Valerie also means wealth. And I would have not have realized that had I been led to do that little word study and pick that, that, that scripture from Deut Deuteronomy 8.18, pick that apart a little bit and begin to look at some of the keywords that jumped out from that verse. So why is wealth actually needed? It really is more than a prosperity message. Wealth is needed to meet our necessary needs. I know you might be saying, uh, duh, obviously, okay. But truly, you know, we really have to sit down. There are things that we think we know and we really, until we really sit down and think about it and are really more deliberate with picking something apart, then we don't get the full meaning and totality of uh, what we thought we knew. And what we thought we knew can really actually go to another level and another dimension. So bear with me, because I know this may seem elementary for some, but bear with me and hang on with me. Wealth is also needed because it grants and provides us with choices. So we're not doing what finances dictate to us, but we're dictating to what we're dictating to our actual finances. So I'm going to say that again. Wealth is also needed and it gives us choices because 
finances are not being dictated to us. We are actually dictating and controlling our finances. Wealth also provides us with influence because if we're not in poverty, it will not, if we're in poverty, then we will not have influence. So poverty helps us with influence. It also helps with empowerment to reform, to actually reform. Money also talks. You know, we've heard, you know, that old expression that money talks. And, you know, it really is true that money does talk. It says a lot. You know, wealth also has a mindset. You know, wealth is to be enjoyed. But if wealth tends to make you self-sufficient and it's going to cause you to be more self-absorbed, then you're going to really have to readjust your mindset and your mindset's going to have to be renewed towards wealth. Wealth actually goes way beyond you. It's, it's not just about you. It really does go beyond you. Now, you'll probably will not agree with that, but it, it, you know, wealth, when you are stewarding it, it right, you begin to advance and more wealth is given to you. You begin to multiply all the more when you can have a right mindset, a right motive for wealth, more can be given to you when you steward it well. Now, I want to just kind of transition a little bit and talk about how is wealth used, because I really want to challenge you and push your paradigm on your attitudes, your motives, and the use of wealth. So how is wealth used? Again, we really have to look at how wealth is used to expand what we believe wealth is used for. So many of us think we know what wealth is. But how many of us truly understand wealth or do we have a proper preconceived notion of wealth? When you look at your life today, think, ask yourself some of those questions. As I go deeper into this presentation, begin to ask yourself these questions and look at where you are currently in your wealth uh, sphere and how wealth is being played out and manifested in your life because what and who has influenced what you believe wealth is? What images have you seen that is dictated how you're using your actual wealth and what you in turn believe about wealth? You know, I like to call this um, wealth the magic of thinking big, because when you can read books that will help you change any negative mindset patterns, then that is going, as I just mentioned, stretch your paradigm. You know, I, there's so many things, as I said earlier, that can be said about wealth. And when, you know, we're not stewarding wealth and the opposite spectrum of wealth, which would be coming into a poverty mindset. But when we have that magic of thinking big, we obtain fresh creativity. We, you know, it helps us with our own personal, personal development. You know, there's two books I do recommend to stretch your paradigm in regards to wealth, to help you even multiply even more if you seem to be doing well in finances. You know, who doesn't like to have even more wealth than what they currently have, even if you're doing well? So there's two books I want to mention. One of, one of them is called The Magic of Thinking Big. 
The other one is called The Mind of a Millionaires and what successful people are doing to really be fruitful and to multiply, to really go to new dimensions in their finances and wealth and their well-being in general. So as we discuss even further, let's switch gears again and talk about the true use of wealth. Because as we looked at why wealth is needed, the mindset concerning wealth, how wealth is used, and with even questions out there that I've thrown at you concerning wealth, one of the main reasons a transfer of wealth is needed is so that those who are stewarding wealth with integrity do not lose their influence. As those who are doing and what they're supposed to with the, their current wealth and being responsible, doing what they should with their wealth, that influence can truly grow even further. They, their, their, their influence is extended even further and it can go past just their own personal household. It can go to their city, their region. It can affect nations as well as cultures. So remember we spoke earlier and one of the needs of wealth is for the empowerment of restoration. You know, think of areas, not only in your personal life, but even your, in your community that could be restored. Think of systems and ideologies that can be affected and be restored if you have a true healthy mindset and definition, stewardship of wealth. Now I'm gonna ask you and challenge you with some more questions today, you know, concerning wealth and ask you some wealthy questions. How has wealth affected the nation that you reside in? And what is your view of the nation that you actually live in? What about culturally? What, what has society dictated to you about wealth? You know, what about your family and the, the wealth of your family and even going deeper in your family, your generational line? What about how you feel on a personal level about wealth, what wealth is? How has what you feel about wealth affected your identity, your self-esteem, and your overall self-worth? So at, be honest with yourself and ask yourself those questions. Now, going back to the power to get wealth. I mean, I, it's such a powerful statement. Just when you think of power and what power represents, you know, what you can do with it. And, you know, we know that power can be stewarded correctly versus not having a um, good stewardship of power. But when I make the statement power to get wealth, we really have to revisit that definition of power because power is defined as the ability to do something or act in a particular way, especially as a faculty or quality. When looking at additional definitions of power, it's interesting that one definition in its basic definition references a nation that has influence among other nations and the ability to act or have influence over others. You know, we talked about earlier about having that physical might, strength. It supplies us with energy or force 
Power also is the ability to do, act, or to in fact produce. You know, I like to call these the ICIs, ideas, concepts, creativity, but also throwing in that S of strategies. Because another definition, but for the full term, power to get wealth is creative concepts and ideas for you to be able to move on them to see the benefits of them. Now that's gonna involve change, it's gonna involve risk and even failure. But we can't be afraid to fail because we must look at failure as a teaching mechanism for us to be able to make the necessary adjustment to try that thing again which also lends itself to you growing and expanding if you're willing to continue to pursue and not give up. Now, there is a covenant of purpose that is also formed in wealth and that covenant purpose being done in the earth, being done in your life. You know, generational wealth being accumulated from one generation to another. An example of this is with everybody knows Rich Dad Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki, who took that education and mentorship that he received from one of his, his rich dad, and he grew his generational wealth, and he continued the growth of his family line through the knowledge of a true proper understanding of wealth. Think of the 45th president that we have, Donald Trump, and his a little bit about his background you know, because Donald Trump was an example of growing generational wealth as he continued the process for increasing his family line through wealth. But think of his greater purpose as a result of not only growing his family line through wealth, but he was also able to grow in an influence that we talked about earlier and take that influence and, and become the president of the United States. So we see how that influence grew into influencing not just his surroundings, but the nation in which he lived. And that involved economies, job creation, and so much more. Think of how a nation has to be run. Everything that involves a nation to run and to be healthy and to affect and to be effective. And all of those areas for a nation to be uh, wealthy and to function and run because President Donald J. Trump, our fourth, 45th president, had that in his generations and he stewarded well in his own life and it carried over into him having influence, but then moving to be president and stewarding in a nation. So you can see how that just gives a real clear picture of true wealth and the influence of wealth and what wealth, what can be done with wealth. So having that renewed sense of wealth, as you have that renewed sense of wealth, again, think of that greater purpose and what that greater influence can be done and how that influences destiny, purposes, lives, you know, economies, reformation, nations. But we have to go back and we cannot ignore what some of the barriers to wealth can be. And why we see so many people that, not, that are not falling into this basket of having true wealth, which remember one of the de definitions of wealth is well-being. Now, what are some of these blocks to wealth? Doing things in our own strength, 
to the point where we don't trust other people when they have more wisdom, more influence, more insight, more experience, more understanding, that can block wealth. When we want to control to the point where, as I just mentioned, we cannot listen to wise counsel or someone who has more understanding in a particular area in the wealth arena, that is also a block to wealth. When we are striving and always thinking on our own and our wheels are, are always turning, the unhealthy part of that is when we're striving, it turns into striving. As a result, we can do the right thing at the wrong time. As a result, we can do the right thing, but at the wrong time. Another block to wealth leads to wrong decision-making and having again that lack of wisdom. Pride, when we become prideful, that can be a block and a hindrance to wealth. When we miss the mark because we're so focused on resolving an issue that we have in our own strength, we miss and fail to see the opportunities that are actually knocking on our door. Creativity and a new way of resolving or doing something is also lost. When fear must be confronted, as this is one of the roots of depending on our own strength in any unbalanced way, that is also a hindrance and a block to us proceeding in wealth. And I call it missing the mark. I mentioned earlier about disobedience. When we're disobedient to following an instruction, directions which bring about disrespect and honor to the one who's providing and giving us the counsel and the instruction for our own good and so that we can profit. Covenant breaking. Oh, this is this is huge. And uh, you know, I, I'm when I was developing this presentation, I was thinking about me in the mix of all of this. So I'm preaching to the choir, I'm preaching to me as well. So covenant breaking, and what do I mean when I say covenant breaking? Breaking an agreement that was entered into without giving a valid reason, not following through in an agreement and not making it right without even making it right and not being fully honest in an agreement that you entered into, not keeping up with your end of the bargain, the, the promise that you made in the midst of that covenant. That is what covenant breaking is and will hinder us from coming into true well-being of wealth. Bad stewardship is another one. How you handled past wealth, how you are handling your present uh, economic uh, stature, overemphasis of focusing only on you and not assisting others when the opportunity arises for those who may be in need. You know, having negative influences, deliberate agreements made with these negative influences or people with a wrong motive just so that you can personally gain more is a hindrance to wealth. The list goes on and on with barriers to wealth, but this is just to kind of give you an idea and to spell out why some of us are not prospering even more than we are. You know, when we're legalistic, when there's an overemphasis of what was always needed or what you've always done in the past, 
Um, or if you feel like you have to, if there's an overemphasis of needing contracts or a business plan or something in writing to point out um, what it is that's being done. When there's an overemphasis of that and no balance, this is where we can tend to kind of get into a legalistic uh, area. When, we, when there's oppression of others and we're not taking advantage um, of helping those that are less fortunate than us, when we're hoarding, when we're not benevolent or generous or a giver, that is also barriers to true wealth. You know, we really have to move into action and allow our beliefs in ourselves and what we do to rise to new levels, having no more limits, not being afraid to fail as failing, as I mentioned earlier, can lead to learning and help us how to pivot and to change, have a better understanding. So when we do that thing, we've learned from that particular failure. It also, it helps us to create, um, be more creative, increase our creativity and be more willing and open to try something new maybe even something unconventional. So when we limit ourselves, that is a barrier to our wealth. Now, as I was developing this presentation, two songs came to mind. One of them, and it's in it, these songs, and I'm hoping that this will help you, give you value, and to, as I said again, begin to shift your mindset so that you can grow and advance even more so than what your present circumstance is dictating to you and where you are. But the two songs that came to mind is a song called No Limits by Joshua Mills and another song called No Limits, No Boundaries by Israel Houghton. So if you have time, look those two songs up because again, one of my passions is to help people to truly be redirected in being fruitful and multiplying and increasing in their economical situation. That is going to wrap it up for me. That's gonna wrap it up for my presentation today. Again, I'm Valerie Williams of Dimensional Talent Streams. I hope that you have found value and that you can really sit and ponder and watch this uh, you know, podcast again and really sit down and be honest with yourself and ask, what do I really think about wealth? Where, what is my wealth journey? Where, I, where am I in my wealth journey? And is there somebody in my generational line that was wealthy? And answer those questions and see who's influenced your, um, what you truly think about wealth and what that should look like and how you go to get it to manifest in your life. And if you're doing well financially, challenge yourself even more and think about how you can grow even more in the area of wealth. And remember, again, wealth is not just always about finances. We, we looked at one of the definitions of wealth as overall well-being. So think about your well-being as well in the terms of wealth. Think about your, your, your mindset, your mind, your will, your emotions, your health in regards to wealth, because health is also a great part of wealth. And again, follow me on YouTube, like and subscribe, 
And you can find me at Dimension of Talent Streams on YouTube as I have a lot of teachings relating to wealth and prosperity and having a healthy um, lifestyle, it, just not personally, but also business-wise. And follow me again on TW3Radio.com every Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, as well as all social media platforms, LinkedIn, YouTube, um, Instagram, and so forth. That is going to do it for me today. And again, I am Valerie Williams of Dimensional Talent Streams. Have a great week. Until I see you next time, take care and bye-bye.